We're glad you're listening to Rhema for Today. And he said, Philip began at the same place and preached unto him Jesus. I'll tell you, that's the message of the event. No matter where he starts, he'll preach Jesus. Amen. He can preach him from the Psalms. He can preach him from the types and shadows of the Old Testament. Praise God. Wherever he starts, while he preaches Jesus. Amen. Thank God for the evangelist. Amen. Now. Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on how to write your own ticket with God. Next on Rhema for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. But I learned better. You don't get anywhere arguing and fussing with folks. People that's hungry, you can help. People that's full of argument, nobody can help them, including God. Amen. But people that are hungry for spiritual things, people whose heart is open toward the Lord, can be blessed and can be helped. Hallelujah. So then, one of the fulfillments, you see, we get hung up on tongues sometimes. Thank God for tongues. The Bible teaches it. But the Bible said, I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh in the last days. And this is the last day. That was the beginning of them back there then. We're living in the end of the last days. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Actually, the New Testament is written in Greek. The Greek literally said, they shall have divinely granted appearances. Divinely granted appearances. So you come over to the Acts of the Apostles. See, Jesus said that in the Gospels and, uh, and, and uh, about the Holy Ghost coming. And then Peter, uh, you know, quoted Joel's prophecy on the day of Pentecost when the Holy Ghost was outpoured. And as you read on in the Acts of the Apostles, you see them having divinely granted appearances. Sometimes Jesus appeared to them. Sometimes an angel appeared to them. Sometimes they'd have a vision like Peter went on the housetop to pray, fell into a trance. Well, he didn't see Jesus. He didn't see an angel, but he saw a great sheet let down from heaven by the four corners. All kind of creeping beast and, and, and so on, both clean and unclean. And he heard a voice say, Rise, Peter, slay and eat. Not so, Lord, nothing unclean or common has ever entered into my mouth. Well, it was symbolic. God's teaching him that he's going to bring the Gentiles in. Because, you see, the Jews looked upon them as being unclean. They wouldn't have anything to do with them. Separate from them. But don't you call that common and unclean which I have cleansed. Glory to God. And that which he has cleansed. My brother, sister, is not common or unclean. Amen. Have you been cleansed by the blood of Jesus? We sing, what can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Then you're not common. And you're not unclean. Bless God, like we said last night, you're somebody. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Say it out loud. I'm not unclean. I've been washed in the blood. I'm not common. Hallelujah. I'm a child of God. I'm an heir of God. I'm a son of God. I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. I'm a joint heir with Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Nothing common about me. I'm somebody. 
Hallelujah. I'm clean. I'm clean. The blood of Jesus has made me clean. Wash me from all sin. Hallelujah. Well, now we ought to expect the same thing today. I've had every kind of a vision that they had in the Acts of the Apostles. Jesus appeared to him sometime. Paul said, you know, that he was in the uh, temple praying. And Jesus appeared to him and said, make haste, Paul, get the hints. They'll not accept your testimony here. After he was arrested and put in jail, the Lord stood by him that night. Jesus stood by him. Jesus stood by him that night. Well, he must have seen him then. And said, uh, fear not, Paul. You know, this everything's all right. You must appear before Caesar. Amen. How's he going to get him there? Well, here's the, here's the way to get him there. Praise God. You see an angel appearing. Uh, the word of God said, you, you, you remember Philip was in prison, or Peter was in prison. An angel came and awakened him and led him out of prison. You remember Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ unto them, and they gave heed unto him both here and seeing the miracles which he did. For unclean spirits came out crying with a loud voice. Many of the sick of the palsy were healed. Many of was lame was healed, and his great joy in the city. So on. Now, after that great meeting down there, I would call it a citywide meeting. An angel of the Lord appeared to Philip and told him to go down in the way of Gaza. So he went down there, and here came a fellow along, Ethiopian, in a chariot. Well, he'd been up to Jerusalem because he was worshiping God, either a black Jew or a Jewish proselyte. He went up there to worship God. Every male must present himself at the temple at least once a year. He is reading from the book of Isaiah. And the Spirit said to him, the Spirit said to him, said, the angel told Philip, go down in the way of Gaza. Now the Spirit said to him, the Holy Ghost. Well, does the Holy Ghost speak? Thank God he does. Hallelujah. Go join yourself to the chariot. And he went and joined himself to the chariot. Praise God. And the man said, was reading, I just said, and he's reading there really about Jesus. And he said, ask him, said, uh, is this fellow talking about himself or somebody else? Philip's an evangelist, you know. He was a, a deacon to begin with, waiting on tables, a helper. But over in the 21st chapter of Acts, he called Philip the evangelist. And he said, Philip began at the same place and preached unto him Jesus. I'll tell you, that's the message of the evangelist. No matter where he starts, he'll preach Jesus. Amen. He can preach him from the Psalms. He can preach him from the types and shadows of the Old Testament. Praise God. Wherever he starts, while he preaches Jesus. Amen. Thank God for the evangelist. Amen. Now, a divinely granted appearance, an angel appeared to him. An angel appeared to him. The word of God said, uh, Paul said, you know, when he was shipwrecked then, on his way to Rome to appeal his case before Caesar, and, and, and all hope that they should be saved was gone. They'd thrown all the merchandise overboard. And, and Paul suddenly stood forth in their midst and said, an angel, an angel, an angel, an angel of the God whose I am and whom I serve has stood by me this night. Well, now we know from a scriptural standpoint, angels are here now. I don't see them to you. But according to what the word of God said, they're here. He must have seen that and for to know him that he's standing by him because he gave him a message. He said to him, he said to him, the ship will be lost, but I've given you all them that sail with you. If they'll do what... You, they do what I tell you to tell them to do. Not a one of them, their life will be lost. And he said, wherefore, sirs, I believe God 
that it shall be even as it was told me. Divinely granted appearances. Well, should we have things like that today? Praise God, yes. I said amen, yes. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, you can readily see then, when back to where I started now, that's my introduction. That when I said I saw Jesus, that's not a foreign experience. That is foreign to the New Testament. That's not foreign to the Word of God. Are you listening to me? I remember I was preaching 1954 up north, one of the full gospel churches, one of the full gospel denominations. The gentleman I was preaching for was 72 years of age. He was a pioneer of the Pentecostal movement. He received the baptism of the Holy Ghost way back about 1908. So he told me in their particular full gospel denomination, because he was one of the leaders and on the board, of, you know, they were having a, a meeting of all the leaders discussing business and so on. And then somebody brought it up because one of their preachers, an angel had appeared to him. And so somebody brought it up and they discussed it and they were going to turn him out of the movement for seeing an angel. Take his papers away from him. And finally he said, somebody said, he said, I just sat there and remained quiet. He said, somebody said, why don't we ask brother so-and-so? He's been with us from the beginning. He's one of the most able Bible teachers. Everybody recognize that among us. Why don't we ask him to comment on this? So the man in charge asked him if he would come. He came to the front. He said, I said to them, uh, men, in my church, because that I did head up a Bible school for 17 years, I've always been in, interested in that. And so we have regular Sunday services and Wednesday night service. But on uh, Friday night, we have Bible school. No singing, just one hour I teach. And so he said, uh, I said to him one night, I just take different subjects. And I said to him one night, write down on a slip of paper some subject you'd like to hear discussed. And we'll just, and he said, more people wrote down angel or angels. I, I've never heard anyone teach on the subject. And he said, I never had either. I hadn't taught on it myself or heard anybody teach. Now we're talking about 1954, you see. And this was prior. Well, it happened just the year before. And so he said, uh, I said to him, well, I'll take the next two Friday nights, you know, a couple of hours and teach on that subject. Well, he said, I began to study the Bible. I got so much material. I taught for six weeks on the subject, six hours on the subject, and then didn't finish all the notes I had. But I just decided that's long enough. We'll go to another subject. And he said, it really surprised me when I got into the Acts of the Apostles, you know, over a period sometimes of just a few chapters. Angels appeared to this one and that one. I've already referred to some of them. He said, it doesn't disturb me at all that one of our brethren out of, uh, you know, a thousand or so, many, several thousand, two, three thousand ministers, that one of our brethren has seen an angel. The thing that disturbs me is that more of us are not seeing them. And then he said, brethren, if you're going to take this away from us, have you got anything better to give us in the place of it? They voted immediately to table the resolution. Friends, there's nothing better than the Word of God. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. The first product in this offer is the three CD series from Kenneth W. Hagan, 
Keeping Stress from Becoming Distress. Also in this package is the book entitled Faith Worketh by Love. Also in this package is the book from Lynette Hagen entitled Hey God, Why Is It Taking So Long? Last but not least is mini book from Kenneth E. Hagen entitled God's Medicine. You can get all of this for the price of $30. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Carol's Candle on and Communion. Oh, right Christmas here. Eve service here we, at Rainbow it, Bible Church. It is one of the most beautiful services that yes. we have right here on the campus. And in fact, we would in, uh, invite you to join us in person yes. or online at rhema.tv or you can go to Rhema USA uh, or you can go to the YouTube channel. Yes. And so we, we, would, we would ask you, hey, if you're close by, oh yes, come, come. out and be with us. It, it starts at 6 p.m. I, I do my best to try to get us out no later than 7.15, yes. an hour and 15 minutes. That's right. So everybody can get home and get on with their activities. But first, yes. we we give glory to God for the reason for the season, that's and that's right. Jesus himself. And what a great way to start out your Christmas celebration. Oh, yes. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll-free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagen will continue his message, How to Write Your Own Ticket with God. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.